Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and thanks for joining me. It's Saturday, the 22nd of May, and here's the very latest on travel and destinations from the green list. Should you stay or should you go? Spain has said that it wants Brits, as I mentioned yesterday, but Germany has now placed arrivals from the UK on its own version of the amber and red list. You'll get my predictions for the next review of green list countries, who's up, who's down, and when will it be, and the latest on those stationary high-speed trains. This podcast is completely free, but if you want to support us, please subscribe to my new weekly travel email, Simon Calder's Travel Week. You can do that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Well, after the Spanish Prime Minister personally invited British people to travel to Spain without any kind of restrictions and from Monday the 24th of May onwards, um, things went a little bit differently in Germany. The whole of the UK and British overseas territories, which actually includes places like Gibraltar, have been put on the effectively red list for Germany because there is a variant of concern, the Indian variant as it is known. The German ambassador to London has tweeted, had a long discussion until late last night, until this decision was taken. We looked at all the available data and details. We did not take this step lightly. We had to move in this direction given the rules we've set ourselves in Germany. And then indicating that he hopes it will be reversed as soon as possible, will constantly check applicability. The decision puts the UK in a really difficult club. There are not allowed to be any direct flights between the UK and Germany, and anybody who does go there is going to have to quarantine for two weeks. That can take place as home, so it's not quite as onerous as the UK red list. But this decision shows several things. First of all, it's every country for itself. As I've mentioned before, the European Union is coming up with rules to say or recommendations to say, um, here you are, we're all going to impose these rules, but actually it's down to each country. And since they're all sovereign, they will all come up with their own idea. And now Spain's decision to say you can all come on in um, kind of pre predates the uh, EU's decision. And so it's going to be a free for all, every country for itself. And that, from a point of view of a British holidaymaker is good, but the German incident shows that the variant of concern may yet scupper our plans. Just remember, of course, the green list, the amber list and the red list are all about what you need to do when you come back. It's the decision of your destination country whether or not to let you in. Uh, From Monday, 
Germany definitely won't without quarantine, but Spain definitely will um, without quarantine, without uh, vaccination, anything. You just you just go in and say, hi, I'm here. And a reminder that all of Spain is on the amber list, but the government or the foreign office does not recommend not to go to the Canary Islands. Clear as mud. Well, a lot of people are asking, well, when's the next review going to happen? I reckon it will probably be on the 7th of June. Might be actually a little earlier. One, the 1st to the 4th of June could possibly happen. But uh, the 7th, that's uh, Monday, sounds a fairly reasonable prospect. And in terms of who's going to go up, who's going to go down, I think the first thing to be put right will be that uh, Malta which really should have been on the green list before, is definitely put on the, the green list. Now, there will be other countries clambering to get on. Uh, Albania, I think they may. Um, then in the EU, Finland, Romania, Slovakia, and then out of the EU again, Norway. Between them, Finland, Romania, Slovakia, Norway and Albania get about the same number of tourists in a year from the UK as Spain gets in a week I'm guessing there but um, it, it's it's about that that order and so what we really want to know is are the Balearic Islands the Canary Islands going to be open that's for the government to decide it, it would be a very good thing for an awful lot of people if they were and so the, the Greek Islands too um, particularly Corfu, Rhodes, Cos, Zante. They seem to be in fairly good shape. The government, though, is worried about variants. It's also worried about the uh, the fact, which it appears to have woken up to quite late on, that when I go to Portugal, I meet people from, from France, from Belgium, from the Netherlands, all of whom are from countries with far higher rates of infection than the UK or Portugal. Longer haul, possible you might get Antigua and Barbados on the uh, on the green list. Not sure about St Lucia. Saudi Arabia, not a top tourist destination, but an interesting place. May get there. And Bhutan, uh, interesting touristically because of the uh, demands that it puts on uh, travellers to pay hundreds of dollars just to be there. So... In terms of the possible expansion of the green list, I expect it not to affect many people. I will be looking for confirmation that Malta is there and then just concentrating on the Balearics, the Greek islands, the Canaries to see if they appear as well. And if they don't on this first review, then the second one will be at the end of June and I'm pretty sure they will then. And since that's just in advance of the uh, main July and August summer season that might help people to rescue something. Oh, and just one more thing on the changes. Not all about the green list. I think we could see Turkey and maybe one or more African nations moving off the red list onto amber. I don't think you can go from red to green in a single bound, but I've been wrong about many things before. And finally, those stationary high-speed trains. It's only two weeks, it seems like a year, since um, we woke up to find that high-speed trains for LNER running from London to Yorkshire, the North East and Scotland had stopped 
GWR from London to the west of England and South Wales. Trans Pennine Express and Hull trains were also affected. And this is all to do with the so-called Class 800 series of Hitachi trains. They are the latest version of high-speed trains. They're controversial. A lot of people say, actually, we don't like them very much. They're, they're not very comfortable. I found them OK. And also, they they are faster. Or not, they don't actually travel faster. They accelerate faster, so they speed up journeys but they had cracks in them which were potentially dangerous not to people on the trains but other people nearby or other rail users and so therefore um, out of an abundance of caution they were taken out of service which is probably a good idea and they're gradually being checked and re-brought into service returned to service I think re-brought in <laughs> long old day and GWR definitely worst affected. Uh, they are bringing in help from other companies. They're bringing back some old trains. They say a core service on all key routes with an amended timetable will operate this weekend and next week. Do check your journey before you leave and you will be able to see what's going where. I've been travelling a bit on the Great Western region and yes, trains are sparse and they also point out some will be shorter than others. At the end of this, probably the train operators won't lose out because the government is saying, Hitachi, this is your responsibility. You sort it out financially. Well, that's all there is time for today. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you can. And do subscribe to my new weekly travel email. Simon called us Travel Week. It's free. It's not going to cause you any problems. I'm just going to tell you what I think is going on behind the scenes. And of course, it's uh, going to bring you whatever money-saving travel tips I can. So you can find out more at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. It's quite enough from me. Do keep following all the news 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Meanwhile, for me, Simon Calder, goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.